0: It's the Flatball Rock Podcast. Starring Dame Schilling, Nicholas Copernicus, Aristotle, <laughs> Aristarchus of Samos, Joey <laughs> Devine, Claudius Ptolemy, Johannes Kepler. Aryabhata of Kusubapura! (laughs) Vida the Venerable! Sean (laughs) Key, Saint Hildegard! (laughs) Arlenia (laughs) Shirakatsi! Ferdinand Magellan! (laughs) Musical guest, Da Punk playing around the world! (laughs) And now the host of
3: round Ball Rock,
0: Dave
3: Schilling. I thought this was called Flatball Rock, but Flatball uh, Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, thank you, Mr. Pardo. Uh, we are coming. To, I am coming to you live, mere blocks from the National World War II Museum here in beautiful New Orleans, Louisiana, for the 2017 NBA All Star Game. I'm Dave Schilling. Hello, Sean Keene. Hey, Dave. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. I am
2: calling from Guernville, California, uh, by the Russian River.
4: Colorado. Is that?
2: Where
3: the G- is that where the G League All Star Game is?
2: It's where the G League All Star Game is. Uh, <laughs> it's sponsored by Putin, and they're renaming it the Fake News River.
3: <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Joey Devine. Hi. How are you doing? Are you still in L.A. or are you also oh, I'm... on the road? I'm still in Los Angeles. Beautiful, beautiful Los Angeles. It is pouring rain. Sick. Yeah. Um, so this is a special, you know, emergency episode, all-star episode. So we want to get some of the uh, the plugs out of the way. Please tweet at us at roundrockpod. Please email us at roundballrock at gmail.com. And special announcement. If we get to 50 reviews... By the end of next week, uh, Friday or whatever. Wait, you're whenever... putting a time limit on this? Okay, okay, no time limit. All right, take your time, everybody. <laughs> really think about a good review. But if we get to, f- if we get to fifty reviews, we will five do five star reviews. Five star yeah, reviews. Yeah, if it's a three star five review, star go fuck reviews. yourself. <laughs> if it's a five star review, when we get to fifty. Uh, we are going to record a commentary for the movie My Giant. about Which uh, is
2: about white slavery.
3: Yeah, when Billy Crystal purchases George Muir's son. Uh-huh.
2: They were going to <laughs> so make please. it with Minute Bowl, but uh, there were a lot of protests.
3: <laughs> Understandably, it's, it's not cool to buy people. That's not acceptable. <laughs> no. I am uh, already upset. I've written ten think pieces... And they are all ready to go on my giant. But we need the reviews before I can hit publish on my WordPress. Yeah, that shit's just not going to fly until we get 50 reviews. So, you have a mission. Roundball Rocketeers, Roundball Rockers, Roundball What the Fuckers. Um, But let's talk about the All-Star game for a while, shall we? What a a weekend it's been for me. Good God. Yeah,
2: you're in (laughs) New Orleans. The thick of it. How is
3: New Orleans, Greg? (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, someone called me Greg. Some PR lady uh, called me Greg. That sucked. She kept pointing at me like, "Greg?" "Greg?" "Yes, Greg." I'm like, "My name's not Greg." So I'm not going to I can't respond to someone else's name. But finally I, I gave in. Um yeah, it's it, it rained one day. Um, I met, you know, some famous people. Joel Embiid was partying at the uh, GQ party. Looked he looked healthy to me. Yeah. I don't know. He looked like he could have he played in a <laughs> you game. Saw, you saw Frank Kaminsky walking down Bourbon Street with an obscene amount of beads around his neck. That so means he was beads. showing those titties. <laughs> <laughs> this might be the first time he's ever had a drink or seen a breast. As far as I know. I think
2: that might be correct. I mean, I don't know how it works at the University of Wisconsin,
3: but uh, you might be right. The most important thing that happened is I squashed the beef.
2: You did squash beef. The Amin Amin El Hassan
3: Joey Divine Beef has been squashed. Uh, uh, do you want to explain what happened there, Dave? <laughs> yeah, so I just saw him. It was at the CAA sports party, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go talk to him. Who cares? <laughs> I'm going to tell him about this. He laughed. He's like, it's cool. And then we we parted ways. But I felt good. I don't care. I'm just glad Joey feels better. I do feel I better. For, I did it for you, pal. I, I, I was feeling bad. I was not feeling great. <laughs> well, was... you heard... You this hurt his feelings. A, I not on purpose. I know that's why I had. I thought he was good. Beef. He was funny yeah, anyway. I'm sure, he was. You were trying we to love hard. Uh, the, this pilot that has that no one that like forty people has seen <laughs> has been covered ad nauseum on multiple basketball podcasts now. <laughs> <laughs> it's the talk of the town. Everybody was. Was discussing it at all the parties, all the salons. Oh, baby! I mean, I just
2: hear at the Huge. Comedy Central offices, they are just streaming basketball podcasts all the time.
3: That's how they I, make I, decisions. Kent Alterman loves this show. Yeah, he's 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 the it. head of Comedy Central. <laughs> um, let's see what else is on. What else did I do? Um, oh, Jesus, so much! I saw Dikembe Matumbo last <gasps> night. Yeah. He was wagging his finger and stuff. It was cool. Oh, and did he yell, "Who wants to sex"? Did he? Wait, hold on. (laughs) We'll get to Elgort. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Did Kimbe Mutombo say, "Who wants to sex Mutombo? Oh no, I didn't get that close. I wish I could have. Uh, Oh, Embiid. No pictures. He requested no one take pictures with him. Trey Kirby took a picture with him. Oh well, I guess it was just my friend who got who got shot down. Which is weird, he took a picture with Trey Kirby, but not a girl. I mean, that's just, I don't know. <laughs> well, you know what? Yeah. That's
2: what the process says to do, so he didn't have any choice. Uh, well, Sam, he told him who to take a picture with. He's like, look, you <laughs> Only- gotta lower, here's what you gotta do. Lower your number of Instagram followers as low as you can, <laughs> and then it's really gonna turn around. <laughs> dudes, you and
3: dudes, dudes with beards, Joel. <laughs> um, maybe your friend would have been able to take a picture with him if she'd thought to buy him a Shirley Temple. Oh, all the drinks were free, pal. At uh, every party, I, it was but, a but no-bar. No, but I still mean it's you know it's the it's the you know the ordering. The, I wish I thought of that. That's actually a really good idea. You just walk up to him with a with a pink drink, and he's like, ooh, is this what I think it is?" And and it like, is. Oh, a oh it is. It full is full of GHB. No. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to reenact the plot of Celtic Pride, but kidnap Joel Embiid. Well, you're trying to get
2: the the Sixers into the playoffs by kidnapping their management
3: and just letting KD McConnell go to work guys 200 yeah. reviews celtic pride uh oh, yeah. commentary <laughs> no one wants to
4: hear that it sucks
3: <laughs> actually my giants not very good either but you know what i mean okay so let's move on here cuz this is we got a lot to talk about obviously. we do um so i mentioned in Elgort, el gort and oh. uh, i was i was at the celebrity game definitely the worst celebrity game i've ever seen in my life it was just bad. terrible there's enough no no redeeming qualities they did a mannequin challenge at the start of the third quarter and people were booing people <laughs> were booing no 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 one, no one was booing. i mean i was booing in my mind but yeah not a good idea um you oh, need. Speaking of a uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. And you go just ahead. need more
2: celebrity. You need a higher level of celebrity for people to watch a mannequin challenge. You can't be looking there and being like, "Is
3: that is that the kid from Blackish?" Is that kid was that everywhere like a mannequin? this weekend, by the way. <laughs> that kid and he can ball too. He was crossing up dudes. It was nuts. That kid's tight. He was at the GQ party last night, looking looking tight, wearing a hat. The kid was
1: at the GQ party? How did <laughs> How he get tickets
3: the GQ party? I don't know. Well, you know why?
2: His dad's Anthony Anderson. And the Andersons okay. always get tickets. <laughs> right. Oh whoa.
3: So let me go through the stats uh for the game so that you guys get a sense of it. I have all the stats here. Oh man So the leading leading scorer was, of course, uh Win Butler. 22 mm-hmm. points, 11 rebounds, 2 assists. 8 of 13 from the field in 28 minutes. That did is, not yeah. did not win the MVP. The Kevin McHale of the Celebrity Game. Go ahead. Instead, B- Dot won the MVP with 16 points, 15 rebounds, on 6 of 13 shooting, 3 of 8 from 3. When Butler had shot 10 free throws. That's... <laughs> what the What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that game was a He kept man. going to the
2: line. So this is a weird thing that Brandon Armstrong won the MVP because he was in the regular NBA. This yes. is the first time an actual NBA player has come back 16 years after he, dra- he was drafted and really, really just imposed his will on Ansel Elgort. Well... <laughs>
3: I mean, he still was not as as good as Richard Jefferson that one time.
2: Yeah, I just... How was he eligible? Richard
3: Jefferson was in the the, the celebrity game. (laughs)
2: Like, what a weird thing to be a a former first-round pick. He was traded with Richard Jefferson at one point. Yes. On draft night, and then... It just seems like that's a real insult. Or maybe he shouldn't be eligible. Like... Like if you put Barry Bonds in the celebrity softball game, he's gonna hit a bunch of dingers.
3: Are you comparing B. dot to Barry Bonds?
2: <laughs> he's like the I Barry Bonds of YouTube. <laughs> okay,
3: okay. <laughs> it's actually it's
2: uh, more like, like Eric Gagne coming in and just like wow he he struck out Andy Richter again. Get him a trophy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, there was some there was some futility at the game. Uh... Tom Cavanaugh only played 5 minutes. It was 0 for 1. Well, one assist. Yikes. This might be his last his, year. Like, wasn't this his like sixth or seventh celebrity game? Weirdly, it's yeah. only his third. It feels like he's been there so much. <laughs> he, he was sweating before the tip-off, by the way. I, I don't think he's coming back. I believe wow. the
2: most oh. I believe the most celeb All-Star appearances are from Nick Cannon Rappaport? uh, oh, Cannon's okay. made the most I think I think then it's um, Rappaport and Common and Kevin Hart has been in like seven
3: mm-hmm but that that's even though know, your... Kevin Hart's only been famous for like four years um... that's your
2: Mount Rushmore of Celebrity All-Stars <laughs> you
3: know who's not on the Mount Rushmore of Celebrity All-Stars Ansel Elgort oh, oh. fuck that guy <laughs> 0 for five from the field, one point on one of two shooting from the free throw line. Jesus! Uh, but he had eight assists. Oh wait, no, no, eight rebounds. Excuse me.
4: Yeah, did not. I was see, gonna Did say. not
3: pass. Refused to pass to Oscar Schmidt. Uh, that was frustrating. Was telling Oscar Schmidt where to like be on the court too.
4: Well, you know, <laughs> how dare some, you?
3: Some people are paid to build the divergent. Other people. <laughs> are paid what? to play the Divergent. <laughs> what does that even mean? Uh, I mean, well, Hasan, look, he's... he's... Oh. No, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Um, I, I just going to
3: change the subject to Hassan Minaj. Oh,
2: who, yeah. Who had a great know. game.
3: 13 points, uh, one rebound, one assist on 5 of 11 shooting. Great, great game. I saw him at the GQ party. He was very, very happy to have performed as well as he did, so... Props there. He did great. Um, he was
2: he was destroyed by the P family.
3: Yeah, yeah those the, P's. The the Millers were not good. <laughs> it was a bad game because it was eighty eight to fifty nine. And Master the, uh, P went two for ten and Lil Romeo shot eight for twenty. Uh I see two for twelve here. So it was even worse than you thought. <laughs> it,
4: was bad. Oh, wow. it was really bad.
3: Uh My man Jin Fu had two points. Andy Grammer, also not a good game. Just that West team. Oof. Mark Cuban also just looked furious the entire time. He was fouling dudes. You know who did look good? Lazary, bro. Lasry. Lazary was my early sleeper pick for MVP. He, he had a whole section of what I assume were family, friends, and other Bucks officials who were cheering as though it was like a high school basketball game, and he was the kid who never plays, and he got off the bench because it was the last game of the season, and they were out of the playoffs. It was strange. I, I bet he liked that way more than that time uh, everyone on Twitter talked about how hot his daughter was from the draft that one year. It was kind of gross. Yeah, it was really gross. <laughs> it was really, really gross. <laughs> I guess the last thing we have to talk about is why Wynn Butler didn't win the All-Star MVP.
2: Politics.
3: Was it p- it must yeah. have been right. They didn't want him to give the speech.
2: They'd rather give it to a former NBA player shaming both <laughs> the league and the celebrity game
3: and the concept of celebrity itself. And but YouTube. Did, yeah. did you notice? Did you notice who didn't do the do the um, MVP trophy presentation this year? Also uh, punished for last still? year. Stage deal not there. Hmm. Is well, she, you know uh, what the is, that
2: means? Is Sage Steele avoiding the city of New Orleans? Because then she truly <laughs> is a Republican.
3: No, she's here, I'm sure. I think she's here. Everybody's here. I feel like all you the, would have seen, seen her by this point, Dave. That's a good point. I, I've seen Beatle. I saw Zach Lowe. Shout out to Zach Lowe. She was uh, at the I mean, uh, Breitbart multiple party. Multiple times. <laughs>
2: It was really good. Third base was performing. Christian Leitner was there in the VIP area. Oh man, they had Steve Blake. It was amazing. Oh, Mark Manson was rocking there. Sean Bradley. Oh, it's incredible.
3: So many milk cocktails. Yeah, I couldn't seem to get into that party for a oh, variety weird. of reasons. Yeah, it was at the uh, the the Confederate Army Museum. Yeah. There actually is one. There actually is one of those in New Orleans. Ooh. Um. Oh, and uh, last thing, All Star related, uh, Celebrity game related is Peter Rosenberg. Saw him. He uh, he also uh, had a fairly decent game for his first uh, All Star Celebrity game. So shout out to him too. Was How do he- you feel about his performance? It was fine. You know, he didn't really get the ball very much. Um. But uh, you know, maybe next year once he gets the. Uh, Gets the sillies out and uh, can really focus on 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 his post up game and maybe if Win Butler actually retires, he can get some he can get some looks down low. What well, Win Butler do. can't retire yet. Why not? He's got to get another MVP. Oh sure.
2: I also think maybe Peter Rosenberg would have done better if they had determined the final score in advance and he could have worked out some. Oh my the field God! The other team under the basket. Oh
3: Jesus! Good Lord! Get out of here! <laughs> wow. Stop it! All right, so I uh, I did not stay very long for the Rising Stars game because there was a uh, a Brazilian journalist screaming in Portuguese into his uh, iPhone headset the entire game, so I had to go. So you missed that Jokic pass, bro? Oh, so tight. Yeah, I couldn't, I'm sorry, I couldn't handle it. The guy was just, I'm not going to pretend to do Portuguese because I'm not a racist, but uh, it didn't sound pleasant. I mean, I could do
2: it if you and want to no.
3: It was like he was, no, don't. It was like he was doing commentary for a radio show, so I just, I bounced. But let's do it Saturday. <laughs> okay. Um, the Sager Strong three-point challenge was peculiar to me. For yeah. one reason. They obviously were going to give... $500,000 to charity. Uh-huh. So, why bother with the, with so, the dog and pony show of Steph Curry shooting a half-court shot? Uh, here's my thing. Uh, <laughs> Steph Curry... Poor guy. Love him. Uh, in fact, has a history at All, All-Star Weekend of getting up for uh, charity. If you remember right, there was a year where he murdered everyone in the All-Star Skills competition so he could send that kid to college. Oh and when they right. used to do that. Yeah, he like really <laughs>
2: believed in yeah.
3: Yeah, he really wanted to get that kid that called that Taco Bell College scholarship. Um, but half court shots are hard. If you're gonna shoot half court shots at All-Star Weekend, only one person should be doing it. And that person is Chris Bosh. Oh, that's right. He is the shooting star, the star of shooting stars. Imagine how dope that would have been if Chris Bosh came out to shoot that Mm half-court shot. Poor Steph
2: Curry. Also, Pat Riley would have been so mad because they would have immediately (laughs) medically
3: cleared him to play. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I forget who it was, but someone made a really strong point. It might have been uh, Network. From uh, the Ringer, uh, Jason Concepcion, uh, who said, uh, "You couldn't, you can't be taking half court shots in clothes, especially when your shirt's tucked in." Yes, <laughs> untuck your shirt, or like have the the tearaway pants and have your shorts underneath. Just, he just, it was not, it was not destined to happen. And they gave him like thirty opportunities to make the shot, and finally just let the kid dunk, and it was great.
2: But it it, for a while. It it felt like Steph Curry was costing people with cancer hundreds of thousands of dollars. It did for a good five minutes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then once the kid dropped it in, it it was
2: like, well.
3: Also, if you're gonna, it's. (laughs) I heard that uh, that Birdman tearing his ACL uh, really messed up the Sager Strong competition because they originally were gonna have him miss 19 dunks in a row. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. It's time for uh, the
0: birdman to fly.
3: Speaking of missing dunks, let's move on to the dunk contest. Oh. Also trash. Or, as I like We're- to call it because it's in New Orleans, a Confederacy of Dunkses. <laughs> oh well, we might have the episode wow. title. Okay, okay, not not good. What went wrong, <laughs> guys? Joey, Sean, what uh, went there was, wrong?
2: There was so there much. There were no well, big
3: dogs. Yeah, that's Joey. Go ahead.
4: <laughs> yeah. the,
3: the fact that Glenn Robinson III won a dunk contest by jumping over things consistently. And none of those things were big dogs, let alone (laughs)
2: three big dogs. His dad was Glenn Big Dog
3: Robinson, and he dunked over three humans. Yeah. Look, the least he could have done, the least he could have done was jumped over his dad, Big Dog Robinson, Mm -hmm. uh, the junkyard dog. Whatever that guy's name is. Uh-huh. And, the and, wrestler? No, Jerome, <laughs> no uh, Jerome Williams. Jerome Williams.
2: <laughs> oh, okay, and, sorry.
3: Uh, and a ma- one of the dog mascots. Yeah, that I would have been good. Maybe Antoine
2: Carr. Maybe, um... Well, those are the only <sighs>
3: dogs I can think of right now. Here's, a, here's my problem with the all-star dunk contest this year. It was all about dunking over stuff but it was yes. only dunking over people.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. and DJ Khaled, that was so dis I don't know why that was so depressing, but DeAndre Jordan dunking over a DJ just seemed like a pun.
3: But Yeah, <laughs> and the song Go DJ, that's my DJ, was playing the whole time. He just did
2: He also didn't DJ in his own DJ performance. That also, that D League
3: guy disappointing. Yeah, it was supposed to change the game, and it was just a dude dunking. Yeah, he's uh, uh, you know he's not
2: going to get a second ten day contract. I don't think. That no, is. he was dunking <laughs> for his professional future, and he lost. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's I like inter- it's like
3: Rocky, but not. Uh, Not inspiring. (laughs) Yeah, it's like it's like Rocky Three. I I interviewed DeAndre at uh, media availability yesterday, and I was like, "Are you excited?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, it'll be alright. Yeah, I'm scared, but it'll be fine." Like, are you not pumped for this? Do they make scared? Yeah, he was afraid of all the other dunkers. Oh, like if you're shook already and you're not that pumped, then just. Bow out. Is it in his contract that he had to do this? I don't understand. None of these guys uh, like, they, like they wanted to be there.: I think he felt like he had to because he had said, if he was an all-Star, he, that's the only way he'd do the dunk contest. Right?: <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm well, I'm glad, glad that he did years it. before. <laughs> yeah, I'm really glad he did it. It was great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what do we do to fix this? I don't think, uh, look, I I agree with Zach Harper. Um, Zach Harper, last friend of the show, sort of. <laughs> uh, night, sort of. <laughs> last night on Twitter said uh, that he doesn't believe there's any reason to fix the dunk contest, that last year's dunk contest was maybe the best dunk contest ever, and that this is just a hiccup. <laughs> Oh, I, think, I, saw I, think that t- I saw that tweet, but, like, you can't say that because who are the guys coming up that are going to be the hot dunkers? I, think, I, I can't think of anybody. Think He's just, like, oh, yeah, that guy needs to be in it.
2: I think Adam Silver just needs to, like, lean on some better players because that was one of the reasons the stakes were so low is, you know, that you knew Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon were great dunkers. With this group, right. it was like Aaron Gordon's third contest and then three dudes you don't care about. He just needs to get, mm-hmm. like like, get Wiggins to do it. And you can get yeah. him some kind of commercial, like I mean, Aaron Gordon basically came back to do an Intel commercial,
3: and I, yes. think, that, oh God. I think everybody the got, drone. Yeah. Oh, it was e- that was evil. It took him like eight times to do it. How do you decide <coughs> if if that is or is not a dunk attempt? Um, they gave him well, so many d- opportunities to get the drone to work. Oh, well, my God. thing with the drone was like. The drone would have been. It would have been so much cooler if he was jumping over the drone. Yeah, but that's super dangerous. What if his leg yeah. is cut off?
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: I think the only thing. Let's to say throw is some con- danger. That's where the dogs come in, right? Right. <laughs> Yo, yeah. yeah, mean dogs. I didn't even think of mean dogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like on a say- chain. <laughs> We always said good dogs, but maybe bad dogs would be better. Three bad, dogs.
2: yeah. Man, I wonder if could you do that. I would like to see a little more of that with mascots. Like, imagine Chris Anderson basically crippling a puppeteer trying to dunk over a big bird. Or I guess I guess he would dunk over Michael Keaton, right? <laughs> the Birdman.
3: Yeah, Michael Keaton bird. in his underwear. No more people being dunked over. That's a rule. uh, Be creative. Well, actually, I do think that is a way to fix the dunk contest, is have one of the dunks, it's like a high jump, but you have to dunk on a person. So your options are, like, you start with Nate Robinson, Mm -hmm. and then you go up and it's like, oh, now I'm going to dunk on Draymond Green. And then... Sean Bradley, that would be. You just have Sean Bradley Bradley out there to to be dunked dunked on. That might be a fifty.
2: I'd also, I also think. Why not? um, You know, I think Uh, Javale kind of did this, but why not dunk on an eleven foot hoop or a twelve foot hoop? I, uh, Dwight did
3: that. Oh, well, now I don't like it. So that's a bad (laughs) idea. (laughs) Here's here's an idea. Okay, so you'd have to dunk over George Miron. With Billy Crystal on his shoulders. Oh, that's great. That degree of difficulty is off the charts. That's very difficult. I think... I think, I think the, the, Giannis the... could do it, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just try it. See what happens. I think the greatest <laughs> missed opportunity, though, is... DeAndre Jordan didn't do a dunk dressed as Mrs. Hooper from the Meet the Hoopers. Yeah, if he was gonna jump over someone, he should have been wearing a dress and a wig, jumping over Mr. Hooper, Grandpa Hooper, mm-hmm. two kid Hoopers, and a, a real estate agent. Uh-huh. And, yeah, and or, Dan Gill. Where was Dan yeah. Gill? <laughs> <laughs> Friend of the podcast, Dan Gill needed to be dunked over.
2: What if <laughs> yeah, what if um it was, yeah, he, they dunk over Dan and Dan has taken out an insurance policy on DeAndre Jordan's reputation as a dunker. So when he loses mm-hmm. the contest, <laughs> it still pays off really big for the, the State Farm agent.
3: What a great assist yeah. that is. Oof. <laughs> dropping dimes, dropping dimes. Uh, all right, skills challenge. Chris Abbs, Porzingis, wins the skills challenge. Isaiah Thomas yet again walks away with nothing. Nothing. He might be great in fourth quarters, but he certainly chokes in the skills competition mm-hmm. year after year. <laughs> uh, the finish of the skills competition was really exciting because Porzingis was behind and yeah. uh, was able to to make his three before uh, Gordon Hayward, correct?
1: And uh, uh, he... it
3: was it was like a split second where his ball went in first, and uh, it's real thrilling.
2: He um and also very exciting preliminary the big man final between him and Jokic because oh, yeah. Jokic
3: who is slow as molasses he was very He's slow like...
2: he missed like four passes <laughs> but because Kristoff missed his first three Jokic basically launched a shot from the half court line and banked it in yeah it was just that Kristoff I mean, hit his second shot the faster. Joker.
3: The Joker, the Space Cowboy, Maurice, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> Love that guy. <laughs> he, also, has- he also
2: has a nice, like, he reminded me of when the shooting stars competition was still there because he was shooting from half court and he looked like he wasn't in the kind of shape you need to be in to be an NBA player.
3: Yeah. Like,
2: he, he really kind of had that YMCA guy. Like, I haven't even taken my sweatpants off the nope. field the whole time. He
3: has, like, a square body. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, because, like, Chris is
3: I running, and it's like there's
2: all oh, this this beautiful deer is just dribbling around Cones. And then you just kind of have this this guy who just didn't realize he wasn't a point guard. No one told him. To start doing fancy dribbling, even though he weighed three hundred and fifty pounds back he, in Serbia. Who
3: Jokic reminds? Who Jokic reminds me of is Arvidas Sabonis, only nineteen years old. Right. and what and what's amazing, and not young Arvidas Sabonis, the thirty-five-year-old <laughs> one we got in the NBA. <laughs> And it feels like maybe
2: he has, with with Sabonis, you were like, well, he was. He lived in a communist country. Clearly, he didn't have access to the same kind of nutrition. And with Jokic, you're like, well, he lives in Denver. Uh,
4: yeah.
3: Going to I think off. he's healthy. I
2: think Not he's he pretty healthy. healthy. He, just, I think his body is just a square.
3: He's amazing. I love him. Maybe my favorite uh, non-Golden State Warrior NBA player right now. Yeah, is the is the skills challenge sort of the the fun one now? Because I felt like I enjoyed the skills challenge more than anything. I have always secretly felt that way. Honestly, I'm I've always been a skills challenge man. I just like a race. Yeah, the races are sweet. Now that they now that they do it at the same time and not where they're running against somebody and not against the clock, it's so much fun. Yeah, it's it's a lot better.
2: The only thing is, it kind of just comes down to the three point shot at the end. That's sort of the problem with it. Like it, yeah. Yeah, if
3: you you get a huge head start, uh, you got a big lead. But if you can't make the three, you're screwed. Yeah, you
2: basically get one free three pointer, and that's it. But that's
3: but that's why it's the skills competition because it's every skill. You know, it's not just not just crisp chest passes or or swiftness of feet. It's also. Being a good shot, you got to do it all, and that's why the unicorn Chris um, Epps Porzingis won. What if they? What if well, they just I played act-
2: knockout?
3: <laughs> Wait, the knockout game that viral sensation? Viral yeah, yeah, sensation. where they have to punch a white person. <laughs> um. <laughs> all right, I guess I guess
2: maybe you guys are right. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm right.
3: All right, three point contest, real fast. Boring. Uh, CJ, Cj McCollum. Whoops.
2: That was, the, that was the, the thing that stood out to me is that, um, it just that C.J. McCollum was so bad that the TNT commenters kept saying that people C.J. mccollum when they got tired and started missing shots, and they said it <laughs> so much that they shortened it to C.J. by the end. So in the final round, Kyrie Irving, again, playing too many minutes, um... Started to miss his shots and they just start going, oh, he's CJ'd, he's CJ'd, CJ'd right
3: there. <laughs> that's kind of hurt. I thought they were talking about uh, that character from the West Wing, but what do I know? Uh, remember CJ, guys? Oh, no? C J yeah, uh, What was the song she used to sing?
2: Uh, oh, I
3: don't remember. The Jackal. The Jackal, yeah. That's, uh, that's you know what? Nickname time. That's C.J. McCollum's new nickname. He's the the Jackal.
4: Jackal.
3: (laughs) Um, So it came down to Kyrie Irving and Eric Gordon. And uh, Uh, and the round earth won. Yeah, a victory for science. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God. That's the last thing we needed, was for him to give a speech about how the Earth is I flat know.
4: Oh on national God.
3: television. Uh, <laughs> Sage Steel, that we would have been praying for Sage Steel to cut him off. <laughs> and he's like, look, Actually, this is to... when
2: they put the dinosaur fossils in the ground.
4: <laughs> okay,
3: we're here to talk about basketball uh, and, and to have fun, okay? We're not here to talk about that. But it was a TNT uh, show, so it wouldn't have been Sage Steel, unless... She just came in of her own volition. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, very uh, like
3: wrestling. Peter Rosenberg would have told her when to run out, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. All
4: right.
3: Um, <laughs> by the way, quick plug for, um, for my piece on Bleacher Report uh, that came out yesterday about uh, Kyrie and LeBron's friendship and how LeBron James turned his back on science for his best friend, wow. Uncle Drew. Unbelievable!
4: Unbelievable
3: <laughs> that he did that. But you know what? Everybody wishes they had a friend like that. Everybody, you guys wouldn't turn your back on physics and and astronomy just just to make me look less stupid, would you? No, we, I mean, I might. We would we would? Yeah. Okay. Good to know. All right. Next time. <laughs> next time. Next time, I I say that the rain is God's tears. You guys have to back me up. Yeah, I'm in. Sounds good. God bless you. Um. All right, well, let's continue with this Kyrie Irving talk because it really uh-huh. is it, it really is the talk of of the town this weekend. Everybody's going off on this. So, um, for those of you that don't know, why don't you walk us through what happened here, Dave? <laughs> he was on Channing Frye and Richard Jefferson's podcast, uh-huh. Road Trippin with RJ and Channing, which is like, oh. I guess they record it on the plane or something. I don't I don't listen to that. Not because I have a problem with them, but because I only listen to wrestling podcasts.
2: I only um, listen to Round All
3: Rock. Oh, good. Well, thank you. Leave a five-star review, Sean. Okay. He you doesn't get... download, though. He streams, so it I doesn't stream, count towards the rate. Rate. We don't see it. We don't also, see I'm it using a Zoom
2: to listen, so.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Outdated technology does not register. Uh, Richard Jefferson speculates about whether our universe has aliens or not. And okay. then Kyrie interrupts and says, Wait, Earth... yeah? Before yes. we get to Kyrie, uh-huh. don't you think of all the people in the NBA who might have been abducted by aliens, Richard Jefferson is in the top five people you would guess? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. <laughs> or like, like Leandro Barbosa, maybe. Or Maurice. Yeah. actually, Maurice Spates. Right. That's where he got the weird thing on his head.
2: Uh, Sam Cassell was not so much abducted by aliens as he was born on another planet and right. came
3: to He's, he's a gray. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No comment on that. In case I ever have to be in the same room as Sam Cassell. <laughs> Which is, like, a the thing big that balls happens dance, now. The The big balls dance is actually a mating dance on, uh planet zethron i don't know if you guys know that um see i just i can't i can't make fun of 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 uh athletes or sports personalities anymore <laughs> well not even that like okay so i was at the that caa sports party and uh god who am i oh, i'm talking to zach Lowe, and here comes michael smith from sports center Oh, the Six, bro. And we made fun of the Six so much last week. (laughs) I can't do it anymore. Welcome to the Six. I was doing that all last week. Wait, was this before or after the Celebrity Game? This was after. Oh. So did did he and Zach Lowe talk about the difficulties coaching the Celebrity Game? No, sorry. It was on Thursday. Mm. I get my days mixed up. Look,
2: I love (laughs) Zach Lowe. But it is an indictment of the celebrity game when Zach Lowe is on the coaching staff. You know what I mean? Like, like he's Zach Lowe's for us. He's not for the Hoy polloi. Wait, was he was
3: he coaching Michael Smith's team? Not this no, year. He assistant coached coached Bill Simmons' team one year.
4: Oh, he was like
3: okay. the analytics man. I remember that now. That's right. Okay. Um. Yeah. So no more making fun of the six sorry guys the six is sorry. off limits uh anyway so Kyrie says the earth is flat many times and yeah. uh, we've we actually uh this is a new segment we're starting where um we take a a, a really uh uh potent we live and, in a, los and angeles and yeah we, know yeah, we many, have actor friends many a great actors yeah, so and we got, we got So we took a speech or take quotes or speeches or whatever from NBA superstars, and we have actors or actresses or whatever you want to call them, thespians, uh, mm-hmm. re- reread these in uh, and give them the the flourish they deserve, <laughs> the full so dramatic reading they deserve. Yeah. So so uh, let's let's play that. Can Dom Pardo uh, crank that up for us? Please? Yeah, absolutely. So this is this is. Anna Saragina, the very funny actress and comedian Anna Saragina, uh, at Touching Cheeses on Twitter as Kyrie Irving. The Roundball Rock Playhouse presents Anna Saragina as Kyrie Irving in Flat Earth.
1: The Earth is flat. The Earth is flat. The Earth is flat! The fact that in our lifetimes there are so many holes and so many pockets in our history. History is history. And it's happened long before us, and it's going to happen after us, and it always repeats itself somehow, in some way. It it, it makes you not want to question it naturally, because of how much information you actually can figure out, and how much information there actually is out there. Ah, it's crazy. Anything that you have a particular question on, okay? Is the world flat or ah, round? I think you need to do research on it. It's right in front of our faces. I am telling you, it's right in front of our faces. They lie to us. What I have known for many years And what I've been taught Is that the Earth is round But If you really think about it From a landscape of the way We travel, the way we move And the fact that Can you really think of us rotating around the sun and all the planets align, rotating in specific dates, being perpendicular with what's going on with these planets? Everything that they send to space doesn't come back. It doesn't come back. There is no concrete information except for the information that they are giving us. They are particularly putting you in the direction of what to believe and what not to believe. And the truth is right there. You've just got to go searching for it. Question things. There is a falseness in stories and things that people want you to believe, and ultimately what they throw in front of us. I have a very firm belief that what they're putting in front of us is there for a reason. It just depends on whether you want to believe in the truth or not. The fact that they can make all these movies with alien descriptions, they're not just going on strictly brain power. And, and, and this is just creative things that we're going to put out to everybody. For what? All to put out an alien movie. For what? I have seen a lot of things.
3: Okay, great. Right? That was wonderful. I oh, mean, so I, have t- I have a t- I have have a tear in my eye. I really do.
2: Ah, uh, that was that was uh, amazing. Cool. I I I'm starting to doubt the
3: sphericalness of the Earth. <laughs> no, I, it does say in my rundown that Kyrie did join the woke off. So, points for uh, well, him there. I actually, I actually have a conspiracy theory about this. Okay, I think that uh, Adam Silver asked Kyrie Irving to do this because he was worried that the NBA was becoming too serious. And too political.
2: So so Kyrie denounced the North Carolina bathroom bill, but he also uh, denounced the heliocentric uh, solar system. Exactly. And in fact, the existence like, of the solar system at all.
3: But yeah, going into All-Star Weekend, I think Kyrie Irving was like, I mean, Adam Silver was like, the NBA is getting too serious about serious things we need a joke story to dominate the weekend Uh uh-huh Kyrie you believe the world is flat go on a podcast and say it Draymond Green agree with him Wilson (laughs) Chandler with him LeBron James act like it's fine the problem
2: is we're going to get to the point where we realize that like this prank story from Kyrie Irving secretly outs that thirty five percent of the NBA believes in the flat Earth. And then the Sandy Hook yeah. truthers are gonna come out. Um Like like are there people who think that maybe Michael Jordan really did defy gravity? So like, no, I saw the Nike ads. He's, who could who could dunk from the three point line like that?
3: It's weird that you say that because uh on Bourbon Street last night, Frank Kaminsky was handing out DVD copies of Loose Change. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. It's That's why he's wearing the big lead, green jacket. <laughs> this is all just gonna lead to Alex Jones getting drafted in the second round of this year's NBA draft. <laughs> and they're like, we got uh, he's, confused, he's, we just <laughs> There's always he's coaching guys the West
4: Jones. <laughs> anyway. he,
3: he, he's coaching the West in the celebrity game next year, actually. Yeah, it's going to be weird, but he keeps taking his shirt off and stuff. It's going to be tight. Uh, uh, what I will say it is it was really nice of uh, George Soros to pay everyone to do that mannequin challenge <laughs> during the celebrity <laughs> all-star game. Oh, that guy, Jordan Soros, is just—he loves to pay people to do stuff. It's so cool. Oh, so tight. All right, well, we take a quick break uh, to talk about our sponsor this week. Uh, We all make that drive from LA to San Francisco on Highway Five a lot. Sorry, or LA to Sacramento, depending on where you where you live. And when you're in your car, hot, tired, probably a little dehydrated. There's nothing better than a piping hot bowl of pea soup. Well, Percy Miller wants to bring that experience right to you with Master Pea Soup. Here's how it works. The soup comes in three sizes. The Little Romeo, which is a small size. Honestly, it's disappointing. The Mystical, a larger bowl served with the milkshake you ass. And then there's a premium item, the No Limit. They'll drive out a gold tankard full of soup, and you can eat as much as you want. Or until the restaurant goes bankrupt. All the food is made by Master P, except when he's gone and he lets his woefully unqualified son run the kitchen. Even when he invites DeMar Rosen to be his son's chef, it's not good. This month, they're running a cross-promotion with a brand-new fish bistro called Sea Murder. You'll feel like it's 2003 again, especially when you taste those rolls. Master P's soup. <laughs> Make him say, mmm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> make them say mm. I knew that was coming. <laughs> I haven't read this yet. I was going to be a joke at the end about making them say mm. And there was. Uh, thank you Masterpiece Soup for sponsoring this week's podcast. Um, Sean, yeah. you had some ideas about new All-Star Weekend events. I did. I believe I, that was a Yard Barker article. It yeah? a Yard
2: Barker piece. You can check out at the YB, the Bark, Yard Barker, home of... <laughs> Three big dogs all the time. Oh, okay, so here's So we definitely need to switch it up. Um, I have some I have some ideas. I think this is the, the top one is the drunk contest. Okay. So instead of the dunk contest, you get some of the NBA's greatest drinkers out there to to showcase their talents. Alright. Mm-hmm. So you've got You've got like uh okay, so Michael Jordan uh, throws down a tray of tequila shots from the free throw line. Um, and then like Charles Barkley puts on a blindfold like Cedric Sabalos and then he just throws a guy through a plate glass window. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you, Blake Griffin will just drives a Kia drunk drives a Kia onto the court and then just punches a team equipment manager.
3: <laughs> this seems very
2: dangerous. This... I think it could be great. And uh, Charles Oakley is not eligible for this, even though uh, James Dolan is really pushing for it. But I think that was- <laughs> God, <laughs>
3: oh, Jesus.
2: Um, I think I think a good way to uh, switch up the celebrity game is you just you you imbalance the teams a little bit. Like you have a you basically you, you just load up on celebrities that people hate and you get them to Mm -hmm. do the game, and you have a fake So, like, a team of Ansel Elgort's? Yeah. (laughs) I'm saying, yeah, like, Elgort, um, maybe you get, like, uh, Chad Kroger from Nickelback is Mm. in the game. Um, Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri, maybe Sage Steele gets to play. And and then the other team, the roster, it's listed all these, like, all-stars, like Hart, Butler... You know, Rappaport. But when they show up, it's actually uh, just the regular Brooklyn Nets. The worst <laughs> team in the NBA. And so, and they're playing real hard. They get, they each get 25 grand a man if they win the game. So it's like the same celebrity thing, but you've got like, uh, you know, Milo is in the lane and Brook <laughs> Lopez just dunks on him over and over yeah. again. Sean and like,
3: Kilpatrick dunking all over Steve Bannon.
2: Yeah, that would be fantastic. <laughs> Taylor Swift <laughs> is, like, starting to take an uncontested layup, and Rondé Hollis Jefferson just, like, blocks it off her <laughs> somehow. <out. laughs> <laughs> and, like, you know, you'd see, it would be, like, the greatest Jeremy Lin showcase, too, because he can't really handle a real NBA point guard. But do you think he could steal the ball from Khloe Kardashian? I think he could. Like every time <laughs> on the court. Uh, also, I think you're onto something. Also, I, really I think do. you, you know, they have like short quarters and a running clock. This is a full 48 minute game. Uh huh. The Nets get seven timeouts. Uh, <laughs> I think it lasts a really long time. And also, the, the thing I really want to see is. Uh, Luis Scola just destroying Jonathan Franzen on a pick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's just like muttering about
2: masculinity. And... Um, Look, you, oh, got, also, you got you know a winner Nick, on your hands. You know how Nick Cannon always plays in the celebrity game? Yeah. Well, this time he's the halftime performer doing stand-up only oh, for oh, the celebrities. No. They just have to watch oh, no. a hot
3: 15. Yeah. <laughs> Can I shoot a t shirt cannon at him while he talks? Oh, absolutely. You can. <laughs> okay, here we can. go. Um now we're into it. We we're all given a cannon. Yeah. Can I'm actually surpri- I'm actually surprised Nick's t shirt cannon wasn't our sponsor this week. Well, uh-huh. now well, you know they might they might get they might get a, a little bee in their bonnet.
4: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think
3: I think they're actually uh, sponsoring um Center Six actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh yeah! I thought we weren't going to talk about that anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. My bad. Sorry. Ooh, this show is his and his and his. I'm actually dressed up like Thor right now.
4: <laughs> I,
3: you know, I the
4: first time I saw that commercial,
2: I really didn't like it, and now I love it. I really like it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> um, okay.
3: Um anything Look, else on that yeah on on I'll do a, note a couple challenge?
2: couple quick ones uh, the life skills challenge which mm-hmm. is um, it's like the skills challenge but it's only um, basically I think you only have rookies and big men from Eastern Europe in this thing I guess you can be a Brazilian too but um, it's just life skills so they do a relay where it's like folding a fitted sheet boiling an egg, ironing a dress shirt and then they have to legally register a handgun. <laughs> and
4: then, uh, and then in about the final like,
2: it's just two guys competing to
3: enroll in a 401k. I was going to say uh, one of them should be uh, not buying suits from one of those NBA con men that sells suits.
2: Oh, that's right.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, it's
2: just like basically they just have to keep running away from like cousins of theirs who have business ideas. <laughs> yeah. And I think the judges are like Kwame Brown, Sean Kent, mm-hmm. Royce White, and Robert Swift.
0: Royce White?
3: <laughs> now, yeah, Royce White. I thought you were going to say Bob Sacre for sure, because he's in those great suit commercials. I mean, Royce White, he, is, he has a story to tell, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We all the have a saddest story. <laughs> we all have a story to tell. I have a story to tell. Yeah. Oh? I don't know if you're done. Oh, I got I uh, got one I got one more. Okay, one you go you in. get one more. You get because that in we, get that in. Because we
2: have the rising stars falling stars we discussed on the podcast. This is the double stuff Oreos dunk contest. Like the old mm-hmm. Oreo contest, but you have to be two hundred and seventy five pounds or more to be in it. <laughs>
1: so you're stuffing okay, see the ball and you're obese. stuffing your face yes exactly so you have like jared
2: Sollinger, <laughs> um he he's like you remember gerald green when he he blew the candle out on that birthday cake jared Sullinger oh, is my to, favorite dunk ever yeah jared Sollinger just eats an entire cake on the way to the basket and like lays it in afterwards and then, like, Al Jefferson puts on a Superman cape, but he mainly is just using it to wipe barbecue sauce from the corners <laughs> of his mouth. <laughs> and, like, Omera's Sheik is just literally trying to dunk three times without needing to take oxygen on the sidelines. Um, also, I think you could bring back Glenn Big Baby Davis... Because Craig Hodges mm-hmm. got to be in the three-point contest when he wasn't in the league. So basically, like, yeah. And the only way somebody is going to be dunking over a car is if that car is blocking a drive-through window by the rim. And then then it's like, <laughs> yeah, all right. I think Yusuf Nurkic can hurdle this thing if it means he gets a chicken sandwich afterwards.
3: I think, anyway, you, I think this is the way to go. Yeah, I love these ideas. Yeah, um, but I do have that story I was mentioning, oh, and amazing. it's a good one, guys. Speaking it's of a food, right? So I talked to Dwayne Wade. Oh, oh yeah, I got to talk to Dwayne Wade for five whole minutes. Oh my in god! In the in the back of a of a, a clothing store selling his new shoe and uh, various Gabrielle Union branded oh, products. The the world of Wade. The yeah, wow wow that's right wow uh and and wow if you're a fan of round ball rock you know one thing for certain that i'm gonna ask him about eating sea bass hell yeah bro i had no choice i was thinking the greatest this is the greatest thing you've ever done dave Oh, I'm aware. <laughs> I was so, I was tickled pink after it was over, because I got him on the record talking about it again. <laughs> he laughed and he laughed and he was so happy. But we have the audio actually uh-huh. of me asking Dwayne Wade if he still eats sea bass. <laughs> so we're gonna play that uh, Don Pardo. Uh, Roll that beautiful sea bass footage.
0: It's Dwayne Wade
3: talking
0: about sea bass.
4: <laughs>
3: there a ESPN piece profile talking about how LeBron introduced you to sea bass.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Tell me about. That experience of like learning about this fish, and do you still eat that? <laughs> is that like a thing? Well, I so I
4: never was a seafood guy, yeah, you know, and um, I've had so many people try to
1: try it, try it, try it.
4: And then just one day we was out at Noble, and uh, Brown was like, Dee. The one in Malibu, yeah. no, we was uh, um, he was actually in Dallas, Dallas,
1: okay, he's
4: on the road, he's like, Yeah, you gotta try this, bro.
3: And I was, yeah. I was at the point where I was ready to try it, I'm like, You know what,
4: okay, and then I tasted, it and I was like. It's not bad. You know, and then yeah. So from there, I've kind of grown, and I've started eating a lot of a lot of different things. But uh, yeah, that was my first introduction
3: into uh, enjoying some seafood. Uh, so LeBron is like happy that you're you're in on that.
1: Now. Well, my wife is probably happier because oh, okay. it, it makes a uh, uh, restaurant choices a lot better now you're that I right, can eat the seafood. Now. That I can eat the
3: seafood now. Yeah. So there we go, guys. Dwayne <laughs> Wade still eats sea bass. And his wife is just so happy that he likes seafood now. I'm very happy to hear that. Sometimes you just need a good friend to to, to push you to try new things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Sometimes it's sea bass, and sometimes it's uh, a controversial opinion about the, the shape of the planet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what it's going to be with a good friend. But uh, always, always help your good friend out. Kyrie Irving. He's doing an kyrie movie. heavy show. I mean, yeah, are just a... doing it all. <laughs> he's doing everything. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a, He's he's uh, making he's things up about. He's playing forty minutes a game. <laughs> he's, say, he's saying the world is flat, and he's producing a movie based on his character from those Pepsi commercials. They are yes. Pepsi mm-hmm. commercials, right? Yeah. What Pepsi the hell, Max? their pepsi max the, commercials what the hell's going on is this guy stretching himself too thin is he is this, is this why he's saying shit about the world being flat because he's cracking
2: could be but you know we we actually obtained um a copy of the script oh oh really yeah
3: oh 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 here it is i seem to have it on my computer mm-hmm. uh shall we, we shall... Let's, let's do a staged reading yeah, let's read this. Well, this okay, is a dramatic show. <laughs> this is, there's a lot of, well, we're Hollywood boys. <laughs> Three Hollywood boys. Okay, so, exterior, a basketball court in Cleveland. The Cuyahoga River burns in the background.
0: Scott Rabb, off screen. You guys suck. So does Bone thugs and harmony I'm going to go get a tattoo of Jose leaned booting, booting a routine ground ball.
3: Iman Shumpert, sweaty, demoralized, terrible haircut, approaches an old man sitting on the sidelines. We only see him from behind. Shumpert.
2: It's no use. These aliens with cupcakes for heads are too good. Now they've got a 3-1
3: lead. It'll be the same old Cleveland defeat. Camera rotates, revealing the old man is Uncle Drew.
0: Same old defeat, you say? How about some new
3: old? Uncle Drew limps onto the court, chugging a 32-ounce Crystal Pepsi. Boy, back in my day, we used to say it ain't over till it's over, which backfired severely
2: in Vietnam. Shumper, Yo, aliens, mind if my Uncle Drew plays? An alien with a cupcake for his head and a number 30 jersey steps up. We don't care. This game is in the bag. Just like Uncle Drew's colostomy bag.
0: You aliens are soft as my
3: stool. By the way, nice shoes. (laughs) Uncle Drew and the alien are both wearing Curry 2s.
0: Hey, other old people who definitely are
3: not Kevin Love, Nate Robinson, Tristan Thompson, and Kay Felder in half-assed makeup, get out here.
2: Tristan Thompson says,
0: I'm so old I can't remember which hand I shoot free throws with. I'm so old I think I dunked over Superman.
2: Kay Felder. God damn it, my agent said Nate Robinson passed on this job. I'm so old I. Ah! My patella!
3: Kevin Love tears his patella. He gr- cries and drinks chocolate milk out of a Diet Pepsi thermos.
0: Oh no! We need a replacement! And I'm not talking about your hip, not Kevin Love. Come on, doesn't anyone play ball? No, but I'd like to ball your granddaughter. Dirty, Dirty grandpa. grandpa. That's right, you little fairies. Far <laughs> poop boners racial slur. I'm in, but I gotta play shower
3: forward. The women's locker room shower, that is. <laughs> Everyone laughs, even the aliens, in spite of themselves.
2: Let's make things interesting. If you can come. This is the
3: cupcake. Thing. The cupcake Sorry. alien.
0: Let's make things interesting. If you can come back from 3-1 down, we'll go away, light years away. And you can kick all of us in the alien balls.
3: I knew somebody was talking about balls. Dirty Grandpa throws an empty wild cherry Pepsi can at a Native American.
2: But if we win, we get to destroy the Earth. What do you say, Uncle Drooling? You mean
0: you're not going to destroy the round earth?
3: Uncle Drew winks at the camera and takes a long swig of a Pepsi Max. Of course the
0: round earth.
3: Why? What have
2: you heard?
3: Boys, trust me. It's all a facade. We got this. And seem. Wow. Uh, you know, your Uncle Drew voice, Joey... Mm-hmm. Kind of, ra- kind of racist. No, I was doing a regular old man voice. Okay, how come you talk like this then? That's you how like... an old man talks. Yeah, that's how old man If they're man black, talks. no, you're being racist. I Good God, are, Dave, this is disgusting. <laughs> this show, we got to wrap this up. We've been doing this for a while. Um, <laughs> not, I mean, the show in general. I mean, this episode. So, well, warriors, God. this is all I have, Dave. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> I know. The Warriors of 2016-2017 get to play the Celebrity Game MVPs this this week. Very exciting. Lots of strong basketball talent on here. Uh, Sean, can you go through the list of guys who are going to be on this team playing the Warriors?
2: So these are all former Celebrity Game MVPs. That includes uh, Brian McKnight, Mm -hmm. Nellie,
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Tony Ponce of Access Hollywood. I don't know who that
4: is. Don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah, not
2: um, not familiar. Uh, former NFL star uh, wide receiver Terrell Owens, T.O. Uh, not the, a Hall of Famer, but a celebrity game Hall of Famer. <laughs> uh, Damn the, right. The aforementioned Michael Rappaport. Yeah. Uh, Justin Bieber. Did not play well. Was on a losing team. May have been due to the fan vote on this one. Kevin um, Kevin Hart. Former Secretary of Education Arn Duncan. Uh, that was actually he he gave Kevin Hart gave his MVP to Duncan. Um, yeah, which was like Ving Rhames at the Golden Globes kind of. I'm trying to think of where where else that's happened. Anyway, or
3: uh, when when uh, when uh, Marlon Brando let uh Sachin that, and that American win yeah. <laughs> uh, half his Oscar. Yeah, so or uh, when Ving Rhames. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So uh, then we got the other ones are Win Butler and Brandon Armstrong, um, who does funny YouTube skits instead of being in the NBA. Is that right? <laughs> I, wow! Am I understanding him.
3: Wow, that was stone cold.
2: Yeah, so that's that's your that's your lineup. Those are your those are your Big Ten. Facing them against the Warriors. I'm going to
3: go out on a limb. I'm going to go out <laughs> on a limb and say, um, this team sucks.
2: <laughs> well, they don't have a lot of height. That's the first thing that comes up. They have five out. guys
3: who can actually play basketball, though.
2: Um, okay.
3: You, well, which, which is, is unlike, unlike Brian, most celebrity games. Yeah. yeah right, Brian, Brian McKnight, Knight, Justin
1: Beamer. Yeah. No. <laughs> Tio. Tio is a very good basketball
3: player. player. Wynn Butler and Brandon Armstrong all can actually play basketball. Okay, but Wynn Butler, part of why he's able to dominate in the celebrity game is because everyone else is so short. Well, and they have to
2: foul him, which
3: is very strange in the celebrity that that they actually do (laughs) hack a win in the game. Yeah, he was only 5 of 10 from the free throw line, and he was shooting granny shots. (laughs) He was? Yeah. (laughs) That's tight. Man, Neighborhoods, was... Volume 5. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Volume 6. <laughs> we weren't okay. supposed to talk about that anymore, Dave. <laughs> I know, but it was just too easy. It was right there. I mean, he was super nice. Michael Smith was really nice to me. I, can't, I have no complaints about the, about those people. It's just It was funny. All right, anyway, this team sucks. They're losing. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. There they, they're, those... There's no way. This is a this is a cupcake challenge for the Warriors this week to to coin I a mean, phrase. Here's what might happen though. Mm-hmm. It is very possible that Michael Rappaport hurts every Golden State Warrior. Yeah, he's like the deli
2: of this team. <laughs> well, and I think I think what it's gonna do is really cement the Warriors as villains. Because they're taking on Justin Bieber. Like, the only way they could... You know, Justin Bieber has a real fan base. Kevin Hart has a real fan base. Even Wynn Butler could get, like, the Bernie or Bust guys to turn on him. (laughs) Um, Brandon Armstrong has, like... I don't know. Is Vine going to still be around for a couple more weeks? He might have some public. Uh, This entire city of St. Louis and all the lunatics... Will be there, so it's it's really the ultimate, um, you know. If they the only way they could make themselves less popular is if we could put like Blue Ivy on this celebrity team and right. have like you know David West just keep backing Blue Ivy down in the post, <laughs> and then the, what, and what, then the Bayhive would come after them.
3: Who's the coach of this team? Um, I think it's Zach Lowe. I think we got to see what we can do with this kind of roster. Well, well, now I feel like they're going to win. That guy's been breaking down tape of yeah. Brian McKnight. And,
4: and Tony Art Potts. <laughs>
3: Zach Lowe knows where Tony Potts likes to shoot. Uh-huh. He's got all of, the, all of these GIFs on his computer <laughs> of, of Nelly setting picks.
2: Yeah, he's broken down Carter. so much celebrity all-star game footage that... The Warriors are like, I don't, I don't know how. I just can't score on Bieber, and it's like, well, it's Bieber, <laughs> he might not have the athleticism, but he knows where to go, and you know, he's
3: cagey,
2: yeah, it's fundamentally sound. Has there ever been uh, a celebrity All-Star team that switched on everything?
3: No, I don't like that's yeah, they don't know how to do that. <laughs> But with Zach Lowe as a coach, they will be. They'll be like the 2012-2013 Miami Heat out there, switching on everything. I love it. Oh, man. Okay, so I think it's going to be a close game. Ultimately, the length and height and athletic ability and everything the Warriors have win. Take in mind, though, before you pick your winner, that Draymond Green did tie Kevin Hart in a three-point contest Mm -hmm. last year. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> I remember
4: that. You know what <laughs> What's I think going on there? I
2: think it's gonna be very close because Steph Curry is just going to insist on taking half court shots and he's going to just keep missing. Butler yeah. and Armstrong are just gonna be pulling in those boards because that's that's what the celebrity game is about, <laughs> rebounding. <laughs> and eventually I think I think eventually what happens though is Mark Cuban manages to sub himself into the game. And calls out Kevin Durant, and it's like, I'm going to take you. I'm going to put you in the tank. And then Durant just dunks on him.
3: Here's what I so, think is going to happen. Okay. Uh, it's going to be tragic, but at one point, JaVale McGee is going to go up for a lob, and Michael Rappaport is going to. Is going to Rudy Tomjanovich him in oh, it? God. Air. Oh no! Tragic, tragic Bronson! Tragic Bronson! alert! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had to leave my shack there. <laughs> tragic oh, Bronson. The Warriors are gonna win. <laughs> yeah, the Warriors are gonna win. Another W. Fly, fly the W, Davaroo. That's a big, it's a big ten four for your pals from the Golden State Warriors. There's no way they're losing this game, right? Like, no. I don't
2: think they're losing this game, even even That's with it. a schedule
3: loss. Yeah, even just, with Tony Potts. I'm pretty sure that some of the Golden State Warriors could host Access Hollywood better than Tony Potts could because oh. Tony Potts well. was replaced by Billy Bush. Oh man. <laughs> Can we his... post a photo of what t- Tony Potts looks like? No, because I, know, know. I don't know what he looks like. I'll see if I can find no, his I'm... mother Annie Potts somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, so that's, that's it from All-Star Weekend. I am debating whether or not I'm going to go to the game. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go home. I want to go home so badly. Uh, this was fun, though. I mean, I would do it again. Hopefully, you guys get to come with me next year.
4: Yeah.
3: Um, when when the Roundball Rock podcast is uh, filling the six p.m. time slot on ESPN, <laughs> come to the six guys. <laughs> I don't dislike them. I don't. I like their show. It's just funny. Man, we, like got like got beef, we got another beef We got a squash it. now. I'm going to have to go find Jamel Hill and just be like, you don't know this, and you'll never find this out because you will never listen to this podcast. But I've been making fun of your commercials. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I like you. I like both of them. They're great, they're really funny, and they're good at their job. Mm-hmm. Better at it than I am. Anyway, <laughs> um, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, this has been great. As I said, Joey, anything you want to plug? Uh, Yeah, follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz. Uh, You can see I retweeted a picture of myself with Ashton Kutcher from the 2003 All-Star Weekend. Sick. Fantastic. Oh, you know what? Guys, next year the All-Star Game is in Los Angeles. Yeah. You better get us into some of these parties. (laughs) Oh, I will. Don't worry about it. Can you get uh, tickets
2: to the parties on NBATickets.com?
3: There's always tickets to the parties on NBATickets.com. <laughs> but uh, maybe, hey guys, if we get to 250 reviews on iTunes, we will do a live episode of Round Ball Rock from the 2018 NBA All-Star Game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably like on the sidewalk outside of Staples Center, but maybe a bar if we can find one. There you go, two hundred and fifty reviews. That's and they all have to be five stars. They gotta yeah. three star bullshit. No. Hey Sean, um, yeah. um, where is the the all-star game next year?
2: Uh, I believe it's at LA Live, one of the finest, if not the finest, entertainment destinations in Los Angeles, <laughs> if not the entire west coast, if not the entire Western Hemisphere. LA Live, check it out. They don't actually sponsor us. <laughs>
3: And then uh, check out my uh, my my uh, dispatches from the All Star game on bleacherreport.com. And as always, trust the process. Trust, trust the, process. the process. Somebody
0: won't tell me the world is going to roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger
2: and her thumb in the shape of an L. What just happened?
4: I don't know.
2: Okay, hold on. Let me... I'll do... Uh, I'll do... Uh, I'll do an intro real fast. All okay.
0: right. <laughs> it's a Round Ball Rock bonus! Starring Dave Schilling, Babe Ruth being traded to finance No-No-Nanette, Kevin Garnett for Al Jefferson... Lou Brock for Ernie (laughs) Broglio, Joey Devine. Manhattan Island for a string of beads. (laughs) Sean Keen. The time I traded two Ken Griffey Jr. cards for a Fran Mullins because he was on the Giants. (laughs) Musical guest. Van Halen, but when they got the guy from Extreme to be the lead singer, (laughs) and now the host of Round Ball Rock, Dave Schilling.
3: Oh man, this is a worse trade than Manhattan for a bunch of beads, I gotta say. Welcome to a special, extra Round Ball Rock podcast, I'm Dave Schilling, Sean Keen. Hey, how's it going? Joey Devine.
1: What just happened?
3: <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs>
3: what the Pelicans what, what got? Happened? The Why? Pelicans got Boogie Cousins. How did they get Boogie Cousins?
2: That was not a team I expected to trade for him, or really anyone.
3: Let's uh for those people who have been under the proverbial rock for the last hour, two hours, whatever it's been since this happened. Uh, Joey, can you go through the terms of the deal? That's sending Boogie Cousins to New Orleans or rather keeping him here after the All-Star game. Um, yes, let me pull my car over real quick to pull up Twitter, but yes. Alright. <laughs> um, it is Demarcus Cousins Omri and Omri Caspi for Buddy Sexman Heald <laughs> um, Langston Galloway uh, and a first and a second round pick. Boy, and... what happened to Tyreek Evans? Oh, and Tyreek Evans, excuse me. He's, <laughs> He's coming home. He's coming home. He's coming home. But to top it off, there are protections on the first round pick. Yeah. What? Oh, yep. God damn it. So, so the what the Sacramento now... Kings should have a rule. And that rule should be never trade Omri Caspi because this will be the second terrible trade they've made trading Omri Caspi away.
2: I believe they traded him and a first-round pick to get J.J. Hickson. That is correct. And I believe that is partially the reason for this trade because that pick is top 10 protected next year and the Kings were going to be too good to keep it. Yes. So they're actually tanking to get, like, the number 10 pick in the draft, which is not the most glamorous tanking
3: ever. Uh, One question I have to ask real quick. Is there a church youth group meeting in the background? Because oh, I hear all kinds of revelry. Oh, that's Team Keen. That's oh. team game. People
2: are going. People are going hard. Uh, that well, all star game on, is a hold big on night. Just a second, guys. Mom, will you come over here? My mom's here. She was heckling the all star game. Um, she was very happy that James Harden had ten turnovers in the game. Um and she's not really a giant fan of the Cleveland Cavaliers. So even LeBron's dunk fest did not really impress her too much. Mom. Mom, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. My mom, uh, my mom Sharon is going to do her
3: impression of Chris Paul. Right into the
0: head. Sharon
4: Keith. Hey. <laughs> hey. Oh,
3: hello Sharon. Hi. Thanks for coming on the podcast. You're our first mom guest. Hey! Uh oh, she can't hear us.
1: Hey! Sharon. Hey! Hello? I'm Hi, here.
4: I'm here.
3: Okay, That's I hear you Chris do a mean pa- Chris Paul.
4: Well, he says, hey!
3: Oh, hey. you're doing Chris Paul now.
4: Okay.
3: Yeah, That's what I was doing, York. I thought you couldn't hear me. No, I was all right.
4: Saying I was doing my Chris Paul. He also Excellent.
3: says, What? 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 <laughs> 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 Now now I know where Sean gets his talent for mimicry.
4: (laughs) It's genetic. Yes, clearly. Here's Sean.
3: How do you you feel about this trade? (laughs) She's gone. She's gone. Mom's gone. This is a real, a real anarchic (laughs) podcast so far. Yeah, this is. This is (laughs) loose. It's off the rails. Uh, now, I've heard that there is a possibility that Boogie's refusing to sign an extension with any team he gets traded to, and now obviously the Pelicans, because that's where he's going. Have you guys heard this, too? Is this, is yeah, this a but thing? He, yeah, but he's not. He's still going to be there a year. Next year. I mean, uh, as,
2: as I understand it, he could just sign a max deal in the summer of 2018. Like, he's right, eligible but he for. Doesn't, Oh, go ahead.
3: Uh, because he got traded, he's not eligible for that.
2: Tell Superman. Him my
4: favorite player, you
2: know. But he's n- he's not even not even after he's on the team for a year and a half.
3: I don't think so. Oh. That's what I read on
2: Twitter. Tell him my anyway.
4: favorite player. Oh, Iguodala.
2: Yeah, my mom wanted to let you know that her favorite player is Andre Iguodala.
4: Most gorgeous man in the universe. And that
2: he is the most gorgeous man in the universe. Best and my father can hear that right now. Best
4: shoulders ever.
2: Best shoulders ever. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: All right. <laughs> uh, shoulders are a good are a good feature to have, I can tell you. I don't have them. So it's yeah, I'm very jealous of him. And I'm sure your husband is too. Um <laughs> So we've
2: got we've got how do you think the mood is in Sacramento tonight?
4: Oh, very uh,
3: poor. I'm going to guess not great.
2: Yeah. Those bloggers, man, they drove drove poor Boogie out of town.
3: Is this the end of Sagtown Royalty? Do they just have to shut down now?
2: Are they going to pull a great land and shut down? Yeah, so Cowbell Kingdom is pretty bummed. Um, The guys in Stoyaka Blog like the trade, actually. Their buddy Healed (laughs) Fitness, Sons of Bobby Jackson, neutral, you know. Um, The the Maniacs. Actually, think that uh, they they like keeping the top ten protected pick. So you know, Sorry, is split. that a
3: real is that a real Kings blog? <laughs> no, <Maniacs>. he's makes. <laughs> okay, I mean, <laughs> how would I know? Um, um maniacs.
4: <laughs> um,
3: let's let's talk about this trade for a second. Like for real, though. Okay. Um, okay. What? <laughs> Why did they feel like they needed to do this on the day of the All-Star game? I'm trying to what get out What is happening? Of I don't know. And poor Boogie had to answer all those questions uh, in the interview room after the game. By the way, he played two minutes. Boogie and Cousins played two minutes in the All-Star game. They. That we all the knew it. was done, right? It must have been. And they're just like, yeah, don't play him. I don't want him to get hurt. Also, change your flight. Just cancel it. So make, grief.
2: So that means Drew
3: Holiday is getting, getting brought back. Yeah, they're going for that eighth seed. Oh my god, what's happening back there? I just entered my house and the TV is like blasting. Sorry, guys. Oh my god. AMC's uh, Comic Book Men is just on to an empty room for some reason. Oh no, you're <laughs> well, haunted by the ghost of Kevin Smith's career. That's that's where most of their viewership comes from, is televisions that are on in empty houses. Uh, um, yeah, this trade sucks for sure. I feel bad for Boogie, but also New Orleans, definitely. They're making him run that first-round series I, with the Warriors. is going to be dope. I don't feel bad for Boogie at all. He is, like, personality-wise, a perfect fit for New Orleans. He is going to get so
1: fat- it's
3: going to be so tight. <laughs> Beignets, four days. Now, uh, do you th- real quick, do you think Alvin Gentry is going to be able to control him? Um, yeah? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean you, okay. Players like Alvin Gentry. Now, you know what I think? The real...
2: Okay, we might see... DeMarcus Cousins start hanging out with Nicolas Cage. That is on the table as both New Orleans residents.
3: Like Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans, Nicolas Cage? Yes. Like, with an iguana? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Can't he just start playing
2: the sidekick in all those direct-to-Netflix action movies
3: Nick Cage makes in New Orleans? Absolutely. Yeah, uh, he can definitely... Play the bad guy as opposed to uh, John Cusack. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, they're gonna re- but,
3: They're gonna do a sequel to Double Team, and he's gonna play Dennis Rodman. Legally, he has to wear John Cusack's wig, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I got him! Oh no, he looks like Sly Stone with that thing. <laughs> <laughs> what a drag!
2: Uh, I believe um, the Kings also used one of the second round picks they got in the Sauce Castillo deal.
3: Wait, so they also gave up a second round pick?
2: Oh no, they're Oh I'm sorry, they're receiving a second round pick that is a Sixers pick, so maybe that was
3: in the Nerland's
2: Noel trade. I
3: yeah, know. it's a first it's a first and a second. At first, but the first were, is protected, were, yeah? Yeah, but it's they said light protection, so my guess is it'll be their top three or top five. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, they're getting that pick, whatever, 15 or whatever it's going to be.
2: Probably 17 is my guess.
3: So I don't know, those Nuggets. And, so 17 and 10? <laughs> <laughs> okay, he, here's the team that's got to be the most worried about what just happened. The Denver Nuggets. Um. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but the so like, Western long- Conference has got way better. Yeah, that's for sure. But I mean, long term, I think the team that has to wor- worry is the Thunder. Oh yeah, that's a good because they still just have Russell Westbrook and nobody else. Like, the Nuggets and T-Wolves still have all these young dudes coming, and the Pelicans have Boogie and Anthony Davis, and I'm sure they're going to pay Drew Holiday to stay this summer now.
2: Yeah, it was, it was definitely an interesting uh, thing to... Because you can't really trade Boogie to a team that's rebuilding, because he'll ruin everything um, with right. young people. So yeah, this is this this is a unique situation, but um I mean I would feel great if I were
3: a Pelicans fan. Oh, for sure. I mean like, I mean again, I worry about him in New Orleans kind of, but uh, I,
4: mean,
3: I I mean he's he's at a place where he was
2: the highest ranking public official in Sacramento. In New Orleans, at least, there's checks and balances from, you know, like, the shady casinos, the burlesque people. uh,
3: Uh, All the ghosts that haunt the arena. The ghosts,
2: um, (laughs) you know, um, big street dance, whatever that law, whatever that dance is called. Yeah, I just,
3: I just would worry that he's a guy who got in a bar fight as a member of the Sacramento Kings this year. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Like this is this is 41 more times a year, more options a year to get into a bar fight. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's gnarly here, man. I'm telling you, I gained 20 pounds in four days. It's hard. It's hard. I I just know beignets for days, boogie. (laughs) Can we get that hashtag trending? Beignets Beignets for for days. days. <laughs> Speaking of Twitter, uh we got some we got a couple uh responses to our, our emergency podcast tweet. Mm-hmm. I just want to go through those real quick. Uh shout out to Michael Walks at M Walks on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Said I li- I literally started tearing up at this trade as a Suns fan. We could have offered so much better. I feel like a loser.
2: Oh, don't yeah, feel, like this- loser, but, no, should, should, feel like a loser, but No, he should he should kinda
3: feel like a loser.
2: I mean he's he's not, but he, he's right to feel bad about being a Phoenix Suns fan right now. That's
4: true. Um, Although Devin Baker did
2: throw that sick pass, but I mean it's okay, we my question for Michael Walks, which I guess I'll ask him after we record, is is he even sadder about uh Derek Jones receiving his unconditional release for losing the dunk contest? <laughs>
3: The sun's um, best big man is a gorilla. That's not a look, good situation to be in. If I if I owned the Celtics right now, I would fire Danny Ainge tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of firing people, Michael also asked another question. Does Vivek enter witness protection? No. He's got that he's robot a... to protect him. He's yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh... He's got he's got those robot trash cans. Uh he has his security detail uh plays a very unorthodox 4 on 5 defense
4: mm-hmm.
3: um
4: where <laughs> With one, one guy of the guys yep
3: yeah, no one of the guys just randomly shoots anyone who walks <laughs> by while See? the other while the other four people surround him one fewer threat <laughs> um okay Dan Dunford at NYC Basebone says Three possible combo names for Boogie and for um, Anthony Davis. Browgy. No nope. Boogie Brow. Boogie nope. Brow. <laughs> Unibug. I His final, like Unibug. He I like it, Unibug. He says at the end, trash them at your leisure, so go for it. Save worse. Uh, uh, I, like uni- I like Unibug. Unibug is weird. <laughs> and then finally... At Zeke Prescott says, "Gotta appease the sponsors," which is very true. They demanded Mm -hmm. it. Uh, We're we're sponsored this week by Beignets for Days. Beignets for Days. (laughs) It's lit, fam. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have anything else to say about this? Anything? Fire Danny Ainge. Yeah, he's a he's a fool. He's a big dumb dumb. You know, he called and he was like, "They were like, we'll do it for Marcus Smart." Not either of the Brooklyn picks uh, and, like, uh, Amir Johnson's contract. And, you know, Danny Ainge was like, we're not giving up Amir Johnson. We're not giving up uh,
1: uh, Marcus Smart Hart,
3: and then hung up. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? This is like, this is the Sam Hinkie deal. He says, I've got all these assets and all of this, these opportunities, and I just haven't pulled the trigger yet. You can't fire me. I've got a plan. Yeah. I got a whole he plan. Needs, they need to bring in hoarders for Danny Inge. I clear. think we've mentioned this before, but 1-800-GOT-JUNK has to go into this Danny <laughs> Inge's office and be like, hey, uh, you don't need this James Young anymore. <laughs> Please but, but, throw away this James Young. But I drafted him on my birthday. Uh, you're, the, the Celtics d
2: team is literally full of
3: mice right now. they're gonna find a skeleton of Kelly Olenek buried under second round draft picks (laughs) (laughs) cleaning up and just like we're just waiting for a shot (laughs) Uh, (laughs) right, is that
2: it have we said enough about this nonsense the only thing I would say is that maybe those white power guys who painted a swastika over a picture of Caspi feel like they won
3: Oh, no, no. for the second time,
2: they're like, "We got him out of town." And yeah, they think, and they don't realize what Barbados is, so they're like, "Buddy healed," you know, a white guy, buddy. That's a, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like your buddy.
3: <laughs> here's All a question, air bud, actually, Airbud. Yeah, Here, here's a Buddy Healed question. Is Buddy Healed better than Nick Stauskas? Yes. Is he? Yep. Okay, then never mind. I, I, <laughs> is he... I mean, yeah? Yes. Also, uh-huh. here's another prediction I have. Okay. Uh, ben McLemore is going to go to a good team and be a decent role player. Oh, I'm predicting sad. it right now. That, <laughs> might, that might mean that all of the, the Kings blogs shut down at what the you same think, time.
2: Do you, do you not think he can play with Buddy? Is that what you're saying? Ben McElmore, I mean, buddy, they still can't. don't
3: have a point guard. I mean, they have Darren Collison and Ty Ugh. Lawson, but uh, you know the the trouble twins. Yeah, one the over under on one of them going to jail before the trade deadline is not it's not good. All right. Well, um, uh, one more question. Okay. Yeah. All, right. Is, All right. Does this open the floodgates for? Are we going to see a lot more moves this week? We're gonna, I hope so.
2: We're gonna see people chomping at the bit to sign the balled-out Landston Galloway. That's gonna be the highlight of the trade season.
3: Cavaliers. <laughs> he's going to Cleveland. He's a playmaker. well. He'd be a good fit there, That's actually. Right. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. Um, man, what a day! What a weekend!
2: Oh, here's a here's a great thing to know, though. Um. This is exact this is almost the same framework as the pick they offered for Jaleel Okafor. But once they added Buddy Heald, they got it for they got to Marcus Cousins.
1: Oh my the god, Sixers he's so turned
4: much better down. than
3: Jaleel Okafor. So the Sixers that's, that's like it's like saying I'm going to go uh, I'm going to go purchase a a Kia Sorento and the I, Kia uh, dealership yeah.
2: was like we can't do it. I'm sorry, we got to hold on to this Sorento. And then you went down the street and we're like, Well, I also found twenty dollars in my pocket, but obviously <laughs> this BMW dealership has no no need for my nine thousand four hundred dollars, and they're like, No, actually we can do that.
3: And Omri Casby is <laughs> driving the car.
4: <laughs> they oh, are the two
3: best players in this deal. <laughs> yeah, duh. duh. Only Casby is Way better than any of the guys the King's got. Yep. This is a sad day for Sacramento. It would have been better if they just moved to Vegas. The well, silence means I'm right. The it, silence means I'm right. Made
2: me, it just made me so sad for, for those robots. <laughs> <laughs>
3: There's not going to be any fans
2: to create trash. Their whole reason for being is going to be gone.
3: And they're going to rebel against their... Flesh and blood overlords. It's gonna be bloody and horrible, but it'll be better than Vivek the King's is gonna flight. be. Vivek, vivek is gonna be riding those like uh, Doctor Robotnik around downtown, uh, uh, old town Sacramento, just like lasering people. <laughs> I I don't know if he wants to sit on that pointy top on those things. i mean, there's a bubble one oh, okay. that he sits in, like a pope mobile. Okay. Because that one in the picture with him as that pointy head would not feel good on your butt. Yeah, it looks like one of those, uh, it looks like a flight of the navigator machine or something. All right. Uh. So we picked the bones of this this horrific trade enough. Um, We'll be back next week with a significantly shorter episode, most likely. But maybe not. We're recording on the trade deadline, so there's a ton of moves. Christ, we're gonna be busy. This is yeah, this this is the best time of the year, everybody. It Enjoy is. Enjoy it, and oh. uh, don't don't forget. Trust the process. Trust uh, the process. Trust <laughs> trust the process. Mom, mom, are you there? <laughs> Sh- Sharon, trust it's, the
0: process, I'm trust Sean. I'm Mrs. P!
3: <laughs> <King>. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> Bye, mom. Bye, mom.